Oh, so, uh, Lucas, bit of a different one today. Not for anyone listening, because obviously, hopefully they won't be able to tell the difference, but... Hopefully not, For no. us, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is a little bit. Because uh, this is the first episode of the podcast that's being recorded in the new Fact Fiend offices, um, which, um, unfortunately... Only I've been able to see so far, but you had like a brief video tour of it, didn't you? A very brief one, yeah. Yeah, before my camera shut down because I forgot to put new batteries in it because it's only me in the office, so I keep forgetting to do stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, this is what, episode 88? 88, like, yeah. 88 of the podcast, and I'm, as always, I'm here with my friend Lucas. Say hello, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. And yeah, just like I'm just chilling here in the office, and do you know what the, the best thing about this office is? It's got windows. Oh, the, the light coming in, yeah. Because the previous Fat Fiend office had no windows. Well, it did have windows, but they, like, faced out into a hallway, so I always had the blind shut because people would stare through awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> and then my home office is in just, a like, a partition room. That's, like, between my front room and my bedroom. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a small utility-style room. I just put my PC and stuff in there because I can soundproof it. That also has no windows. It's kind of nice to do work with windows. I'm not really sure how I feel about the fact I've got natural sunlight on my on my skin for the first time in almost two years now. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, you're enjoying the fact that you've got natural light. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here trying to block out all natural light as much as possible through my blinds and stuff. Because <laughs> it's so just you spend awkward. an inordinate amount of your personal time trying to just block out as much light as possible to facilitate your video making. And that's, like, an aspect of video production. Um, that I, I think is, it's not unappreciated, mm-hmm. but when pe- it's something that people don't tend to notice until it's bad, and that is lighting. Yeah. Where, unless, like, for the most part, I, I'd say our videos have not good lighting, but they have, like, you know, acceptable lighting for the conditions. Yeah, it's um, normally pretty basic standard lighting, isn't it? But um, during the period where I was literally recording Fact Fiend from my bedroom, where I had to move the lights, at, you know, and not optimal distance away from myself mm-hmm. and we didn't have like the correct um, reflecting stuff about and um, just when you watch the videos now i look like i'm dying because <laughs> only recently so we did like a, a re-upload didn't we of yes. an older video and i looked watched through that to just double check there's no problems with it or anything like that i went wow why do i look so much more like fuller why, why do I, my, my cheeks look so flushed and i look so so much healthier have i really got on that pale during the pandemic and then i looked at a photo i took of myself the day before Oh, like, okay. I, 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 I out with my missus, and I went, no, I look fine. Why do I look so bad? Oh, the lighting, of course. They're still in the fucking bedroom where the lights are shining like a foot away from my face, and I'm just washed out. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't got like a person with a film degree working the camera anymore. We've got me. Yeah, you trying to operate lighting and camera while being on the camera. Because realistically, Nisha or Brad, or like, just how much familiarity do you have with cameras? I'm not sure. Uh, not as much as they do, but like I did some amateur yeah, like, filmmaking when I was younger and stuff like that. Which is more than me, but like one of those guys, like they could realistically, if they got their hands on the camera, which is a very expensive, nice camera, mm-hmm. they could have like adjusted the ISO or whatever the fuck it is for um, uh, those lighting conditions and made it look a bit better. But when it's just me in the house and there's nothing I can really do about it, that's fine. And it's just like the dramatic difference in like, oh my god, I look awful. And there's, I um, dying. I went, why are people putting... People like, should be like writing in, like, stop. Stop making him make videos. <laughs> He's clearly ill. He's not doing well. There was like a period of time before I realised like, oh, the summer sunlight's coming in. I need to block it out a bit more. Just like mm-hmm. a week or two where behind me was so bright. Like 
the light in front of my face was barely making any difference. It's just, yeah, as you say, it makes all of the difference, but people don't realise that until it's poor. Yeah, it's the same thing like sound design and um, just like or just good quality sound, mm-hmm. uh, where it's something generally most people um, unfamiliar with like that aspect of content production wouldn't notice it until it's bad. Yeah, and that's something we can speak to, isn't it? Where it's only when we make a mistake with recording that's visible or audible, I guess, uh, that people will be like, "Why is this sound so shit?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, um, I just like. I, I hate it because when you're recording something and a good example is like when we did Breath of the Wild, isn't it? Yes. In the first recording session we ever did, we accidentally clicked the microphone to be the webcam sitting on top of the TV we were playing on, not the professional microphone we had sitting in front of us. Yeah. And it's weird how I as well, that audacity just defaulted to that. Yeah, it it's is. It's like, well, you've got a professional grade microphone sat in front of you, but clearly you want to record with your webcam mic. You want that old school feel. You are playing a Zelda game. <laughs> and that was the weird thing where I went home and clicked on the recording and was like, I don't know what the problem is. And then eventually we figured out, oh, it's recorded off the webcam. And then it's like, oh, well, there's the zero things I can do about this because the initial recording was fucked. And there's very and little you can do post to fix it to sound decent when it's like got the TV audio coming through and it's a really poor quality yeah. microphone on like a standard pretty cheap webcam mm-hmm. it's like, oh. and my favourite thing about that is that when you uploaded it um, you put in a disclaimer saying um, I know the audio is bad you put um, uh, at the top of the um, description of the video was just I know the audio is bad and then you pinned a comment if I remember correctly saying mm-hmm. I know the audio is bad it'll be fixed in a, like, you know, a later recording yeah, I pretty much went. Correct? Um, the first three episodes are all this one recording session. I know it's fucked. It'll be solved after that one, like yeah, that so one batch of episodes. Now you essentially saturated um, that content with that disclaimer, mm-hmm. letting people know. Um, you still got people telling you as if you didn't know. Um, why is the audio fucked up? Nearly every comment on those first three videos were just like, you know, the audio shit on this. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but like, this I is... can't re-record Carl's first impressions of seeing that game. Uh, this to me is something like I've experienced it so much more than I thought I would, and I, it's only been in like like it took me like a year or so of like working um, more physically in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So like I've worked for years behind the camera, but I never really too paid too much attention to having um, the the response to my, my content, I guess, because I wrote articles and then forgot about it and moved on. Right, yeah. Uh, whereas, like, with fact feeling, like, I'm in the videos, right, you know, because I've got a vested interest in, like, just seeing feedback to them and, like, you know, how people are responding to them because, you know, like, that can help shape where I want the content to go because I have that ability to do that. Yeah. And so, like, we mentioned the, uh, or I mentioned, there was a video, a real load, um, a couple of days ago um, now, and that same thing happened where the start of the video is just a, a splash screen with a you know what, five to ten seconds just block text um, this is a re-upload of an older video and mm-hmm. um, there was some content in it that advertisers didn't like it had limited ads so we re-uploaded it with that content removed yeah and it's like and what the video is it's the same video that we had previously but every single swear word in that video is obnoxiously bleeped out because guess what like some certain advertisers 
don't, don't like swearing. Like swearing. Games. Yeah. And you'd think with those two pieces of information, because soon as well, we never put bleeps. I think with the exception of this one video where we would bleep my audio for like, you know, dramatic effect, or I ask Brad if he can do that as a joke. Um, that is the only time a faction video has ever had bleeped um, uh, swear words. Out and of think what, those like two pieces... three something years of content? Yeah, so about 500 videos. And you think those two pieces of information in mind, um, consider as well that like, the, the thumbnail of the video has re-upload on it and the title says re-upload. Mm -hmm. And the first 10 seconds of the video is an explanation of what went on. And then the content itself that follows is exactly the same as any other video on the channel except for all the swear words are bleeps. And um, almost every other comment on that video is, um, so what was removed? <laughs> and I wanted to talk about this because um, uh, I, I was in the car with my girlfriend and I saw, uh, that video went live. So I was scrolling through the comments and my girlfriend like saw over my shoulder and went, are you going to yell at these stupid people? I was like, well, I was going to send it to the group chat, but... You know, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I, they, I, I shouldn't do that. I, you know, it's a, it's a bit petty. And then I, scroll, I went to the group chat that we were on just to like see how everyone was doing, and you were already talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> like us three editors already sitting there going, "Oh, look at all these fucking people that don't understand." Uh, that's the thing as well. It's I don't get how they can't understand it because all the information they needed to make the right the correct assumption about what had gone on was in front of them. Like, we basically spoon-fed the information to them and they're like, but what was taken out? So mm -hmm. well, obviously the swearing. Why? It says so in the video. I can't remember Advertisers the... didn't like Yeah, I can't remember the exact word he used, but it was something like, um, like the offensive content or whatever wording we used mm -hmm. was removed for the sake of, like, being able to, you know, actually monetize the video that we put time and effort into. Because, you know what, we'd like to be able to do that. It's like we can pull back the curtain on this a little. Um, whenever videos get um, either limited ads or they get um, a copyright claim made against them, you just, you can't make any money from that video. So mm -hmm. in my eyes, that content is now worthless yeah. to me. Um, I tr I treat and see content as being very disposable, um, and that's just a holdover from my time writing articles where I'd literally write a dozen articles in a week, um, uh, like you know at the heyday when I was like you know writing full time as like my the, my only source of income. So I didn't really have time to grow attached to any of my content. It's like, it's out there, it's done. I, I earn the money from it. Mm -hmm. And I, that might sound a bit callous, a bit harsh, but the the name, the title of my job is literally content creator. And content. Well, at the end of the day... Not artist, not novelist. Like You've never been content. shy on the Fat Fiend channel about, yeah, of course we do this for the money, we need jobs. Yeah, we need stable income. So when content isn't making money, it's valueless to the channel. And in fact, it's worse for us just in the long run because analytics-wise, if it's not making the channel money, YouTube doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. Also, when it comes to a claim like a copyright claim, that means another company is making money from content that I made because we use 1% of their content. Like if we put a five-second clip in from a film, and that's like a whole other kettle of fish um, that we've like, talked, talked about a lot before. But... To me, that doesn't seem fair, so I'd just rather take the video down. I'd rather the video not be on the channel and nobody make money from it than a company that had nothing to do with this production. Or just it having limited ads. Because that just affects us negatively, analytics-wise. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the amount of people who are, like, are seemingly mad at the idea that I'm doing what I want with my content. It's weird, though. Because I, I got a series of messages from people like, I don't like that you sent, like your videos are being censored. It's like, they're not being censored. I'm making these changes. I'm telling the editors to do this. 
Yeah, I. It's not I censorship. Get that, like, it's a choice in the. It's a choice being made by us. I guess you can frame that as like self censorship, but is it really censorship when you're doing it by choice? Yeah, like, we're not being forced to do it. You could argue you're being forced because you want to make money. It's like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the other choice was to remove it from the channel, and I'm sure even the people who've been bitchy about it would rather have the content than not. I would hope so. Yeah. It's like I said, if the content's not making money, I really don't care if it's there or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I have the option, so I, I can just do this very minor change and put it back up, and then like, you know the the powers that be deem it acceptable for ten minutes of work on our end, that seems like a pretty good choice. It does. And yeah. what was really like what was removed? It's either a clip or some swearing. Yeah, because I should like, probably swear less anyway. Advertisers don't like swearing in the first thirty seconds or so of your video because that's when. Most people are watching. Yeah, and that was like a whole thing. Because I think it was PewDiePie did something about that where he brought that to people's attention. Where like he had just uploaded a video where he swore in the first 30 seconds. And that's one of the reasons why they sat cracking down on it. Mm. He tried to, if I'm remembering correctly, like he released like a music video or something like that. Or did something where he swore in the first 30 seconds as to prove a point that, like, you know, um, YouTube cracks down on this. And then YouTube predictably cracked down on it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's in the rules. It's like you can agree or disagree with them, but it is in the terms of service, mm-hmm. and you have to agree with them. You have to abide by them, I should say, um, when you you know put your content up on this website. And that's the thing as like a smaller channel um, myself. Like normally, if I have a swear in the first thirty seconds of the video, I just move on because, oh well, like I don't really make much money off my content at the moment anyway because they don't get that much views. Um, but the moment that becomes like, oh, instead of like a few hundred views, that's like, you know, 100,000 plus views, that becomes a very different situation of the demonetization. It does. But at the same time, so, you know, it's what YouTube deems acceptable for its um, advertisers. It is. Really and if you, you can do about that. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you break that, like, terms of service or whatever it is, um, then you can sit back and go, well, I guess. Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. And fair enough that they demonetized us. They told mm-hmm. us not to do that. But then when it's like, oh, you used the three second clip and we're taking all your money, it's like, oh, right. Yeah, that I disagree with, which is why I'll re upload the video um, with a disclaimer saying, this is what was removed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep making money because it's like, you know, it's bullshit that you two try to take our income from us. Well, it's the limited ads thing. It's like, well, my two choices are bleep the swearing. And make the money or don't make any money. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the swearing doesn't really add anything to the content. At least in my opinion, I'm the person who made it. But there are people genuinely in the comments of that video like, oh, well, without the swearing, it doesn't feel like a fact theme video. It's like, it's the same fucking content. Nothing was changed. I find it funnier, personally. <laughs> well, because I remember, but like, I per- um, editing a video where you, you were, like, you know, one of the ones with, with Cracked and... Um, Mm-hmm. You mentioned being bleeped, and they were like, well, we can just cut that bit out, can't we? And you're just like, no, I find it way funnier when we actually bleep it out. Yeah, it's just more effort for the editor, so generally I don't want you to spend effort doing something else, like a silly joke that only I find funny. Mm-hmm. Another thing, if we, if we need to bleep out, we need to, but for the most part, we, we seem to get away with it on the channel because it's normally not too pervasive within the start of the video. 
Yeah, and um, the thing for me is, like, something like that, it's harmless. It's, it's swearing. Like, you know, some people are, like, I, there are words that I won't say because, like, you know, I don't like saying them. <laughs> or, like, you know, there are people that I know that they don't like those specific swear words, so I don't say those words. And, like, there are people out there who would cry censorship about that. And to me, it's like, you know, it's just being polite. Again, it's, it's choice, not censorship. It's like, um, I say the F word a lot. I've probably said it three times in this podcast already. Way more than three times, I'll tell you that. I wouldn't say that in front of a child. Uh, yeah, I, that's the thing is, I attempt to not swear when I'm around children. Sometimes I accidentally do, and then that normally leads me to panic and swear more about swearing. Yeah, I think that happens in a video, actually, where I say, um, uh, I say fuck, and I go, I'm go, oh, shit, you're not supposed to swear in the first 30 seconds of the video. And Nish says, but you just said shit then. And go, oh, fuck, I did. Didn't I? Oh, no, I did it again. Oh, no. And that was, like, legit me, like, fumbling my line and not realising because I, it's so natural yeah. um, in my speech pattern, which is probably not a good thing. I should probably, like, you know, tone that down. So then what I want to point out is um, if one of these videos had limited ads for, you know, one of the, the less savoury reasons that exists out there, such as um, uh, espousing support for, like, you know, gay rights or trans rights, which has happened on YouTube and is fucking bullshit... I would probably re-upload that video with more of those words in it. <laughs> so I would, I would similarly take that content down to re-upload it to make it more um, annoying for advertisers because that kind of thing does piss me off. Yeah, and I saw and that's something... that's why I think that's censorship. I saw something the other day um, where... I think it was like last night, I just saw it going around on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think it was TikTok that this person was making a video from. It was a TikTok okay. video that they put out. Um, okay. And it was, look, what Tell happens when in my um, like description of my video, I put, like, supporting black lives or supporting black success or supporting okay. black voices. Um, you know, something that, a completely innocuous statement. You'd have to be a complete piece of shit to disagree with. You really would. And it comes up yeah. as, like, oh, no, you can't publish this because it's got, like, an offensive term within it. Offensive to who? Racist. Yeah. That's the thing. Why it's offensive to racists. Well, not only Who cares that, about their opinion? Not only that, they then changed black to white and they were able to, like, it didn't get flagged. Yeah. And it's like... Do you know why that oh. is? It's because salty-ass white people complain about it. Yeah. And I just, again, same as you, like, just fuck any decision like that and it's complete and utter yeah, just and if bollocks. That, if that happened to me, I would, like, fucking double all the way down. Yeah, yeah. Which I th- like, you know, I've done you know, in the past, like we've mentioned in videos um, like where we talk about this sort of thing. Like, I don't, like, we know this stuff gets videos demonetized. Or, like, people in the comments will be bitching, but I don't care if I upset those people because they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, with um, Melissa, a friend of a channel, Melissa, um, uh, who's like an OnlyFans account and does, like, um, uh, she's, like, very positive and pro-sex worker. Yes. And that's an opinion I, I fully support that. Mm-hmm. And, like, when she came onto the channel um, for, a, like, you know, a guest appearance, like, a few years, not a few years, a few months ago now. Yeah. Um, uh, she just nervously said, like, do you want me to mention my things? And I said, oh, what do you want to plug? Because you've, like, you know, done me a favour, appeared in my video. I'll do you one now, plug your stuff to my audience. He's like, um, you might get demonetised if you mention it. It's like, I don't care. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, I don't care about that sort of thing. Because you know what? Like, you know, it's content. I'll make another video. So it's the Patrice O'Neill um, uh, attitude towards it, which I really like. And if anyone don't know what I'm talking about, it's a Patrice O'Neill. Um, the comedian, uh, the late Patrice O'Neill, I should say, because he passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago, um, when he was talking about joke theft. And he was asked about it. Well, for me, joke theft, um, it's really sad. Because when someone has to steal a joke, they're basically saying that they can't make, they can't make their own jokes. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel sorry for the person more than anything. And if someone steals my joke, I don't really care because I'll just write another one. Yeah. Because I can do that because it's my job, because I'm a comedian, and they're not. And I see it the same way with content where, you know, it's, if it gets taken down or I have to remove it or do something else, I'll just make more. Yeah, and we continue to make more, but I think it's important to double down, as you say. And yeah. Like, f- for example, if that, that video supporting your friend got demonetized, that's not a case of, well, take it down and remove that. No, that's the thing. I'd leave that up. I say, like, likewise, because I don't care about whether or not the content... I don't care about the content you know, as a whole because I can always make more. If a video like that is not making money, I'd leave it up out of spite. Because if we're getting demonetized for espousing something, like that, something yeah. that we believe in, then fuck that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's something like swearing. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. I can see why some advertisers would be skittish about that. Exactly, yeah. And you know what? Those advertisers pay my bills, so fair enough. And that's not something I'm willing to die on. Like, I'm not willing to die on the hill of, I need to swear in every video. Like, I often do because, you know, that's just the way we casually talk to one another, but... Yeah, and you know what? The videos are framed as a casual conversation between friends. Mm -hmm. But if I, you know, those people... I I don't even know what adverts run against our channel. I do know, though, uh, this is a fun fact for people maybe don't know this behind the scenes fact about youtube um content creators get to choose the types of ads that run against their content they don't get to pick specifically what ads and from what companies but you can deselect and select um, the kinds of ads you would find acceptable can uh, so for example like you can have you can choose whether or not to have political ads run against your content i've turned that off because um just donald trump ads kept running against my content i didn't like that I've clearly never found this option. Like, I don't doubt that it's there, but... It's buried deep in the settings on your AdSense page. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've not looked into that. It's on your AdSense page. Um, I can try and bring it up. I'm not, although I'm not sure if I'll be able to log into the AdSense account from the new work PC, if I can try. Yeah, because there's only the Uh, extra authentication that you need to log in. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I have all that stuff on me because some of it's in the office. Let's try and sign in on AdSense. We can have a look about this and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I've chosen... Like, I don't want um, uh, political ads running against my content because fuck the kind of shitty political ads. I also don't want religious ads. Well, I can tell you, Carl, um, because Jenna and I have been looking at cars a lot recently, like we're looking to buy just a, you know, a cheap starter car. I am just, whenever I click on fact theme videos to watch them, it's like, yeah, do you want, do you want to look at all these cars? It's like, yeah, okay, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get how cookies uh, work. Like, I get how... Uh, all right, here we go. So I've got it here. Uh, manage so um, sensitive categories. Okay. Um, so like these are the ones like that are uh, that, that are deemed. These are categories that are deemed sensitive, and you can choose whether or not um, to block them. And um, I have the list in front of me now. We've got uh, first one: astro- astrology and esoteric. Hmm. Um, I allow that because you know what? If someone wants to say. Like, you know, they're a Virgo and that helps them get laid. Fucking go for it. Same way with um, uh, body modification. So, like, tattoos and things like that. Right, yeah. And then we have, like, below that, dating. So, like, dating apps, things of that nature. You can choose whether or not to allow that. And then we've got downloadable utilities. And I'm not sure what that is. So, let's have a look here. Downloadable utilities. Software for download, which is designed to enhance the functionality of an operating system or device. Typical things include, like, antivirus software, driver updater, system cleaners, disk fragmentators, codecs, browser toolbars, ringtones, screensavers, wallpaper, and so on. And I've allowed that because that's a fairly innocuous thing. There's probably some less than 
um, uh, uh, savory th options that can be advertised there. And when people let me know about those things on Twitter and stuff, I do go into these. There's even more categories you can go into. And I'll um, uh, specifically find where they're listed. Well, I find it funny that it it says all of those different things like antivirus software, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mention ad block. Yeah, of course. It of doesn't. course, it doesn't. But it's just kind of funny that it's like. AdSense just doesn't want to acknowledge that AdBlock exists. Yeah, and then we have below that drugs and supplements blocked. Um, I don't want that room because that includes pharmaceuticals, vitamins, supplements, and related retails. So that's like, you know, those, um, uh, oh, yeah, take this. It's like, it's like, like to get like vitality and stuff, and it's all bullshit. Oh, right, yeah. And annoyingly, like supplements are included in that, and I do, there are some good ones, like a multivitamin, for example, is not something i disagree with on a moral level but when it includes like all the other bullshit as well it's like unfortunately it's gonna have to be blocked it's like oh um take this pill and you'll slim down in 28 yeah, days yeah exactly like, no, you and unfortunately that's that's been lumped in with stuff like oh just take some like you know some iron yeah take some vitamins like, might be good for you like like women out there um uh, if you find yourself feeling fatigued um, take iron um it's really it's really good for women who are feeling fatigued um and if there's any men out there wondering why I'm specifically recommending that to women, um, learn more about female biology. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, mo moving on, um, you know, quite aptly, we have the next option is politics, and it includes ads for political campaigns, candidates, ads addressing controversial social issues, blocked. Mm -hmm. Because that on the surface sounds okay. It's like, oh, ads addressing controversial, so, but the only real ads you ever see in regards to that are like right-wing think tanks and pressure groups. And I remember, like, once getting a message about why did I get an ad for gay conversion therapy mm. on one of your videos. And that's why I learned about this setting and went in and turned all that shit off. Ah, uh, okay. And the next one is references to sex, which includes sexually suggestive ads. And here's the rub, you know, funnily enough, <laughs> ads relating to sexual and reproductive health. And that really pissed me off because they include, like, ooh, sexually suggestive ads but also ones that encourage and um, provide information about sexual health. relating to sexual health, like use protection and shit like that. Yeah, and uh, that is allowed on my channel, and it was blocked by default, which pissed me off. Oh, really? Politics is allowed by default, and um, uh, references to sex is blocked. And that's the thing of, like, the things that are included in that, it's like, you know, it makes it sound, like, better or worse than it is, depending on the subject. But that really annoyed me, that. Because mm -hmm. that's a really important thing that people need to know, like, have information about. Yeah. Like, you know what, like, folks at home, like, you know, practice safe sex. Hell yeah. Like, like talk to your doctor, like, learn about it. And that's the thing, that was banned. Then below that, Lucas, religion. Which was also allowed, but then I blocked. Yeah, fuck ads and religion, religion includes God. Yeah. It includes ads advocating for or against religious views, does not include astrology or non-denominational spirituality, which is included in astrology and esoteric, which is why I allowed that and blocked religion. <laughs> so you're allowed to run ads that are anti-religious. So you're allowed to just sit uh, there and slander an entire group of like a certain religion. Yeah, people do. Like, people run like ads for like atheism and things like that. I like, join my atheism subreddit or whatever bollocks. Fucking hell. Moving on, we have uh, sensationalism. Ads that aim to induce users to click them up appealing to their curiosity, often using a teaser message with hyperbolic language or imagery, includes ads that center around sensationalist subjects such as celebrity arrests, uh, celebrity arrests, deaths, or divorces, or aim for shock value blocked. See, that's for. I do like, not want that shit on my channel. I, I get that you don't want it on your channel, but at the same time, I'm like, 
the way the way that I see it in my head is that it's the same kind of ads where like when you scroll to the mob bottle, the I, I was just about to say that, yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, where is this celebrity now? And it's to be fair, like, I get why you wouldn't want that on your channel specifically, but I mm. also think if you're stupid enough to click on one of those, like, come on, yeah, come on. And then below that, getting its own. Um, uh, you know, topic here is sexual, uh, sexual and reproductive health, which I've allowed on my channel. But Luke, you want to guess what it was originally? Is it blocked again? It's blocked. It was blocked by default. Yes. Great. Yep. Isn't that fun? Isn't it? Blocked by default. <sighs> sexual and reproductive health. Significant skin exposure. So add images where any part of the human body, from the sternum to mid thigh, is not clothed. Oh, wow. Includes the body is clothed in underwear, swimwear, lingerie, or other see-through clothes, or non-clothing items such as a towel or bed sheet. That was also blocked by default. And from that, you think significant skin exposure is like a woman with the tits out? Yeah. Is it yeah. no? Just someone like, like in underwear woman. or swimwear. Like, you know, perfectly acceptable things to wear. It could be like a woman like wearing just a tank top at the gym. And I get that would that be included in if this. you are a channel that's specifically like for a younger audience, for kids, you might want to block that. But that's already turned off by default. Oh, yeah. If your channel's for kids, all this stuff is blocked by default. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's something we should point out. If, you, are, if you, you have an option on YouTube to say whether or not your channel or your content is for kids, and when it's for kids, um, it automatically blocks all these ads. Right. And then we have below that, social casino games. Include simulated gambling games and, like, betting websites and things like that blocked. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm a person that every now and then likes to go to the casino for a night. Um, I don't normally partake in like betting too much or anything, but um, I think it's very, very dangerous to advertise them so heavily and so casually. Yeah, well, one of the reasons we're not recording this live right now uh, on Twitch, as we normally do, is because the um, England match is on right now. Yeah, and we just there's no point competing with the England match. Plus, as well, there's probably going to be people coming into the chat to ask if we're watching it while we're clearly doing something else. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and I think to... um, it's one of those of I, I don't know how big a crossover is. But bear in mind, we're recording this as England are playing in like the semi-finals of Euro 2020, yeah. where even the people that don't give a shit about football are starting to watch it. Yeah, but um, I think as we discussed like last week or maybe in the Q&A episode, we're not too interested in football ourselves. But um, I, have, I do watch it on occasion. And uh, I think I watched like the last England match, and something that astounded me. Mm. It's just the amount of betting ads. Unbelievable amount, yeah. There was like three or four in the half time, and like I was looking at my phone. It's like this is like prime time. Tell there are kids watching this, yeah. and it's like they're normalising gambling. As soon as it's associated with sports, the gambling adverts are just egregious. Yeah, and that's why I don't you know. Do not allow that on my channel. Do you know what is allowed though, Lucas? Video games. Okay, Carl. Carl might be shooting video games, Carl. Also as well, uh, isn't it amazing that video games are like, you know, listed alongside stuff like get rich schemes? I can the only reason I can see that is because I'm imagining a lot of it is shit like Raid Shadow Legends and Clash of Clans where the aim is to rip you out of your fucking wallet. And the problem with this is it includes video games and online games. And it's that thing of, uh, if you want to block Rage Shadow Legends, you have to block stuff like Monster Hunter. Yeah, you have to block an ad for just Nintendo Switch or something. 
Yeah. Like so the last ad I saw on YouTube was actually it's like a Monster Hunter ad. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm not going to watch it because I've seen this trailer when I watched, like, you know, I was watching E3, but that would also get blocked under this. And that's really insidious to me. Yeah. Anyway, then the next one um, is weight loss blocked. <laughs> because, like, I don't trust the advice of an ad that's trying to sell me a product. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Especially one based around A, your health, and B, such like a. Um like a mentally affecting health problem like yeah yeah, weight loss is not a fucking just like the the get rich quick shit it's not just a one-all be all you can't just take a fucking pill and lose all your weight it's also like it's insidious like some of the stuff that i some of the stuff they recommend is like actively harmful to people's health and then below the standard categories they were the standard categories so sensitive categories and the standard categories within them there are restricted categories which are simply alcohol um, which is blocked, which people might find weird, you know, because I drink in videos. It's just, I, I don't agree with the advertisement of alcohol. Okay. I think it should be treated like smoking. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be able to, like, you know, glorify something that is dangerous. Yeah. No, I can see that. And I, and anyway, that might sound hypocritical to someone who drinks in videos, but something we always, like, stress is drink responsibly and socially. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's a reason we've not drunk in videos in, like, months. It's because, you know, I'm on my own. And I don't want, like, you know, that to be a thing that looks normalised, of drinking on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, or because you're sad. That's, like, not a really good thing. And then the next one is, like, gambling and betting also blocked. Oh, yeah, yeah. As we mentioned yeah. earlier with, like, the casino games, it's just, no. But isn't that, like, really a really eclectic mix of things? Yeah, to have, I know the, the obviously restricted categories, but to have just like things like video games in listed alongside politics, listed alongside politics, religion, gambling, betting, alcohol, get rich quick schemes, and like again, just things like, like dating oh, apps. cosmetic procedures and dating apps and downloadable utilities, and they're in the same thing as like, yeah. Fucking politics, religion, sensationalism. It's crazy. And I never knew this even existed. And the one that pisses me off as well is like cosmetic. You mentioned cosmetic procedures there. That's listed alongside body modification. So ads for tattoos is alongside like liposuction. And I had to make the choice of, it's like, yeah, people should be able to like do what they want with their bodies. Yeah, yeah. But I know that a lot of the ads for like, you know, some cosmetic procedures, they're really aggressive Mm -hmm. and really insidious. And like, they're really like, you know, that, that damaging to people's mental health and like you know their sense of self-worth but at the same time like so like ads that also would be quite body positive like you know promote people get, get tattooed like you know do something that expresses who you are as a person the fact those two things are intertwined really doesn't sit well with me but and i think even body modifications to is like or you know procedures and whatnot in the sense of some of them can be good as well like um Hair plugs, for example, for men. Like, I don't necessarily see that as being a, a horrible, insidious thing. But when people like promote, oh, you need to get liposuction, have boob jobs, and that getting advertised around, like, I'm not going to judge you if you do that. But I don't think it's a mm-hmm. safe thing to advertise and push on people. No, and that Lucas, they're like the sensitive categories. But there are, as I mentioned, you can go into more minutia in regards to stuff like this, and you've got general categories. Okay. So would you like to go through some of the general? Because you said you didn't know this was a thing. No, and like to clarify, I've now clicked over on this thing and banned a few things and stuff. Yeah, and there are um, twenty-two categories um, with um, just over two hundred subcategories within them. Holy crap! Well, we can't and go it, through each and every no, single we can't. one individually then. 
and it is noted here that um, uh, these these categories can affect your revenue. Because those sensitive ads, they're the stuff that will only run against specific videos. Right, yeah. These are the ads that will run against all videos. So, you know what, Lucas, let's pick one. And I'll just go through the list and like stop me whenever you feel ready. And we'll go through those lists. Because like, this I, this is interesting to me because I've like, you know, not gone through this category in a while. Yeah. I'm guessing to the people at home. Like, like so who had no idea this is even a thing that creators can do. So we have um, apparel, arts and entertainment, autos and vehicles, beauty and personal care, business and industrial, computers and consumer electronics, dining and nightlife, family and community, finance, food and groceries, health, hobbies, games and leisure, home and garden, internet and telecommunications, jobs and education, law and government, mobile app utilities, news books and publications, occasions and gifts, property, sport and fitness, travel and tourism. Now, I didn't want to cut you off because I wanted to hear the full list. Okay. I want to go to family and community. Okay, so family and community. And let's click on that category there. And within family and community, um, we have... Um, uh, let's have a look here. Several subcategories. So we have alcohol and substance abuse, um, which is just its own category. Um, baby parenting and family. Faith and belief. Romance and relationships. Social advocacy. Um, okay, maybe just ba baby parenting and family then. Okay, so can we go back to family and community, baby parenting and family? And then there's ones for babies and ones for parenting and family. Uh, parenting and, this is and like family. The level of my new I, parenting and family. I feel like we're going to whittle down this and I'm going to get like asked a yeah. game show. It's like uh, We have here, oh, so God. it's maternity and new parents. So let's get the information for that. Resources related to pregnancy, maternity, and new parent issues, including information such as parenting advice, product reviews, and comparisons. And that's the thing. If I wanted to right now, I can click block, and then no ads of that nature will appear on my channel. Yeah, yeah. And for the curious, I've not blocked any of these things. I've not gone into. I probably should because there's probably some really bad ones in here, like faith and belief. Let's have a look at this. Oh my god, there's one that's a cult on the paranormal, <laughs> psychics and fortune telling. Let's have a look. Includes products and services related to psychics and products. Do you know what? No. Because psychics are really insidious. If it was like, you know what? Ads that teach people like, like harness your psychic powers to get a promotion at work. That's one thing. I've just... But when it's the shit... I've just went and like, found that page because we're curious. Oh, Scientology's on it. Blocked. You can block actual religions. Like, specifically. Yeah, that's, I mean. that's really I'm not ju great. I'm just I'm just on that now, and I've seen Scientology, so I'll block that one. But the idea that, like, for, for anyone wondering when I say specific religions, you can just, there's like, Scientology, but appearing. you can block or allow ads for Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, Islam, and Judaism. Yeah, I block uh, Scientology on my channel right now, though. But the idea why? that it's like, fuck Scientology. Oh, well, fuck Christians, I hate Christians, I'm going to block them specifically from advertising on my channel. Like, oh, that's... I've definitely done that with um, uh, Scientology, though. Again... That should be in the sensitive issues category. That should be, yeah. So keep in mind as well, I blocked religious ads as a whole, and it, you could still have all this on here. What about romance and relationships? And well, Carl, I was about to say, you've probably banned one of like the most lucrative ads there. Advertisements fucking to exist. Fucking Scientology, yeah. they put a lot of money into fucking advertising. And you know what? I've just blocked it from the channel, because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Let's do, this is quite fun, actually, because I have no idea what some of these have in there. So do you want to pick another one? Um... Didn't, didn't you, you say there was like now, a gaming one or something? There was a gaming one, computers and consumer electronics. And then there's hobbies, games, and leisure. Do hobbies, games, and leisure. Okay. Uh, we have here 
ancestry and genealogy, antiques and collectible arts and crafts, camping and outdoor. Do you know what? I want to see what this, uh, the subjects are for camping. If, Joe, if I wanted to, Lucas, are they, some of the subjects here are like hiking. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could just blow This is the thing. The fact that you can do this is hilarious to me because I'd like to imagine there's someone out there who fucking hates hiking. He's like, no, no ads for hiking on my channel. The weird thing is, though, we get all this level of minutiae for all of the categories that are just general ones, but then... But not for the sensitive When it comes issues. to sensitive issues where we're saying, you know, why is this lumped in with this? Mm-hmm. And yet, there's just a be-all and end-all of the, the actual, like, I guess, dangerous categories to be advertising. And the annoying thing as well, you know, like the general categories, there's some stuff that I've already blocked, such as in the um, the Hobbies, Games and Leisure, they have leisure gambling as an option. Oh, God. Which is allowed by default, but which you think it'd be blocked by me saying I don't want gambling shit on my channel. Yeah, yeah. And that's the insidious part. I, just, I, I didn't know you can do it. Some of these are amazing, though. Like, like pets and animals, here we go. Can I block just ads for dogs? No, Carl, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, pet foods and treats, pet medications, tick control. They're, you know, they're all good things. But one of them is pet breeding. Oh. No, I wouldn't want to advertise pet breeding, but they should have adverts for yeah. fucking pet rescue centres. Well, actually, you mentioned that, Lucas. If you block ads for pet breeding, it excludes pet rescue and adoption services. You know what? Fuck pet breeders. Oh, rescue dogs only on my channel. Yeah! Look at that, we're shaping the future of... Do you know what the people are hearing right now? Me live, just destroying my own revenue stream. Basically, yeah, and I think um, I do want to clarify whenever I mention this. It's like, Jenna and I actually attempted to rescue a dog for roughly six months. You weren't allowed. We were living in a flat without a private garden, and it was a shared garden between a few flats, so they consistently said no to us, so that is why we ended up buying a dog and i do admit like mm -hmm. we're you know we're, we're always upset that we contributed to that and i am a bit of a hypocrite because i didn't rescue a dog we did attempt to uh we just were seen as an unfit home because of not having a private uh garden for ourselves yeah so like every time i mention that i just want to point out like i know i know i'm a hypocrite but at the same time like we we were selfish and we wanted a dog and we weren't in a position to rescue at the time. No. And you as well, you make sure you give that dog the absolute best care possible. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Now, you didn't buy it for vanity. You bought it because you fucking love that dog. Yeah, 100%. And there's a couple more in here that I'm just curious about. Like, but none of them are like, as fun. But it's the idea that I can just, if I wanted to, go on to my site. No, what? No ads for hiking. No ad <laughs> Like, fuck hiking in particular. I, just I don't wanted, want it anymore. This episode, Carl Smallwood hates hiking. <laughs> the thing is, I don't mind hiking. Do you, ever, do you remember when I went hiking and accidentally walked up a mountain? Oh, yeah. Can, can we tell that story? You know what, we'll move away from ads for a bit. Like, fun, so, fun fact, I've got some friends who fucking love outdoors. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I'm, not, I'm partial to going outside, but they love outdoors on a level that I am not comfortable you're not, with. You're not I was not aware, aware of. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a couple of years ago now, I was just invited. It's like, oh, uh, by a friend of mine. Like, I've got a, a, a cottage. My family has a cottage mm -hmm. um, in the Lake District, or the Peak District. I forget which one has the mountains. Um, probably the, the peaks. peaks, yeah. It's probably the Peaks that has the mountains. I mean, so there's, there's the mountains in the Lake District. I've, I've gone up mountains in the yeah, Lake District Yeah, and there's District lakes in well. the Peak District, so I don't know which is which. But it's in one of those areas, it's near Windermere, if you happen to know off the top of your head. Oh, Windermere is Lake, Windermere. Um, Lake District, yeah. Okay, so we, I went to the Lake District and climbed a mountain and got it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's the important. What is important is I was invited, 
And I was told, oh, yeah, we probably, like, sure, that sounds fun. What are you doing? So we're going to drive down. Um, we'll get a few drinks in, you know, have a laugh on the evening, and the next day we'll go for a walk. And I thought, you know, going for a walk, be you know, explore the town, mm-hmm. make like, you know, walk to the pub, maybe. And so, oh, yeah, you know, some nice country walks nearby, bring um, walking shoes. And I'm like, walking shoes? <laughs> the fuck do I need them for? I don't need walking shoes. I'll just take my Converse. And then, oh, make sure you bring a coat as well. I was like, I don't really have a coat. Like, you know, a, a warm, all-purpose weather, like, all-purpose weather coat, like a waterproof one. I've just got like, a, a jacket. And Lucas, you can confirm, I'll normally just rock the jacket with the hoodie underneath. Yeah, and like cold. your skinny jeans and your, I presume, like, like just normal sneakers or something like that. Yeah, because, you know, I live in a city. I live in a city, so even when, like, in times of inclement weather, the most amount of time I'm going to be outside is like walking to and from somewhere. It's like an hour at most. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's like I'm already pissed. Like, even if I was wearing a waterproof jacket, my legs would still be pissed wet through, and I'm going to get changed and I walk through the front door. So what's the point in having a waterproof coat? Yeah. So I, I turn up to this event, not this event, it's like, you know, it's weekend away. We drive down, we get there, and I, I, as we're driving down, I'm just seeing like, these beautiful vistas of, like, you know, mountainous countryside. And just as we're driving, my friend points, he goes, oh, yeah, uh, um, we might be walking up there tomorrow. Like, what do you mean up there? And just points <laughs> to the top of a fucking mountain with snow on it. And I'm like, no, we're not. No, we're fucking not. It's like, what do you mean we're not? It's like... I only brought a Converse, mate. Like, I told you to bring walking shoes. Like, why walk in my Converse? <laughs> What's the difference? And it's like, the fact the difference is they provide, like, ankle support. And I presume, like... And stuff like that. When they said walking shoes, they more meant like, along the lines of, like, hiking shoes. Hiking boots, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not spending 30 quid on a pair of shoes I'm going to wear for one weekend. And uh, they were aware of this. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be a spoil sport. I'm not going to be like the guys, I'm not going. I still come along with you, and if I get tired, I'll turn mm-hmm. around. And we were just like, and the next day, like, while hungover, I might add, we just walked. And uh, my friend said, look, there's a pub, like, three, four miles. In, if we just walk in this one direction, eventually we'll come into we'll find a pub. Yeah. We'll go there for food, and then we'll come back. And just during the walk, like, we're going uphill. Mm-hmm. I'm not too fussed about it. We're just going uphill. And we keep going uphill, and we keep going uphill, and we keep going uphill. And eventually it got to the point where it's like, there's a lot of snow on the ground, isn't there? <laughs> so hang on a second. There's, like, a foot of snow on the ground. What the hell? And then I realised, like, we were at the top of this mountain, like, covered in snow. It's only, like, a couple hundred metres. Yeah, yeah. So Americans are like, that's not a mountain. It's like, so it felt like a fucking mountain of snow at the top, I'll tell you that. And I just didn't realise. Because we've been walking and talking and having a good time. And um, I, 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 like, a vaguely similar story, but it was just, like, um, when I went on a trip once, and it was, like, essentially, you know, my mum's ex, and they were having, mm-hmm. like, a lad and dad's weekend and I went along and just joined in and was like, yeah, sure, what not? And um, it was like, oh, well, you know, it's just an excuse for a piss up in a big cabin, isn't it, really? And I was like, oh, right, okay, cool, that sounds like fun. Yes. And then um, we go, and then like, we have a, a poker night, and we all get absolutely, like, you know, uh, completely responsibly drunk, you know? Totally yes, responsibly drunk, Carl. And, um, while gambling. While gambling. <laughs> And to be fair, I did win the poker, so I did did win a bit of money. But uh, so what you say is gambling and drinking are awesome. <laughs> so um, that that happened, and we were up until like sunrise in the morning, yes. and then we went to bed. And we'd been told like, look, we're going to go on a little hike, and then down to the pub. A li- that's a little and hike. That's what happened to me. It's the same. Was it the same person? <laughs> and that's the, we were we were prepared. Like we did have you know proper jackets and like proper boots and stuff and we got told oh it's like an hour walk 
It's like an hour up and people down. Always say and then they they always, the people who people who walk always say it's only an hour. And they're like four hours later. Well, you're yeah, on top of that's a mountain. the thing. About two to three hours in when we hit the peak and we were like, I thought you said it's like an hour and he's like Well yeah, when I jog up it it's like an hour. And that's my fastest <laughs> time. It's about an hour and a half. We were like, oh, right. So when you go up on your like weekend sprint up a mountain, this takes you a personal best time of an hour and a half. And instead, you've decided to tell us it would be an hour walking when there's a bunch of kids with us as well. <laughs> and then it was like six oh. hours later as it was getting dark and we finally reached the pub. It's like, oh, my God. we got to walk back. No, to be fair, we got taxis back. Fair enough. I want to send you a picture. I'm sending it to the Discord. Just uh, just describe what you see to the, the lovely audience at home when it arrives. So I'm hoping it arrives now. So I, I managed to track down one of the photos from like um, Instagram. Oh, okay. And it says that it's uploading now, but and it's a 300 kilobyte image. And, and I still not received Discord. <laughs> and Discord is like, but nah. And, and I'm curious about why Discord is just being so... I, I don't know. It's just gone. temperamental. But um, I will say, it's quite it's disheartening. Not, it's not none of it, is it? When you're really hungover and you reach the peak after, I say, like, two, three hours, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm ready to just... I'm ready to just off myself off this mountain. And yeah, just yeet yourself off yeah, the mountain. Yeah, I was... Like, as I said, we got very responsibly drunk, and I was very, 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 very hungover. And um, there's just, like, people having a chat, jogging past... In like the sports game, <laughs> and you're like, oh no! The thing is, though, Lucas, like, so describe the image. <laughs> this else. image like, I've just sent you is again like probably what I imagine is a, a hungover-looking Carl, no, um, no. in just a tight jacket and skinny jeans. No, it's not. It's not a jacket. Um, that was my shirt. Oh, it's like your shirt. I thought, I, I thought we were going to the pub, so I just wore a shirt with an undershirt the on, and then. Uh, with an undershirt because he said it might get a bit chilly. So I'm wearing a shirt, an undershirt with skinny jeans and converse. And you are at the top of just, as you say, like a completely snow-covered mountaintop. That's what I mean. There's snow everywhere. Like people legit, when I posted that the first time, thought it like Brad had done a Photoshop. <laughs> people were accusing me. No, Brad Photoshop that. You're not actually saying, no, I am here. I'm right here. Uh, and here's another one, like when we went back the next day when I was a bit more prepared and I brought my thin jacket because we went to the top of the mountain in the background of that photo. Oh, my God. And that will probably arrive in like, you know, eight <laughs> yeah. hours like the other one did. But the time the picture arrives, arrives, we'll know whether England are in the final or not, Carl. We probably will, yeah. So I like, describe that to people when it arrives. But that was just one of those days where like, it was so funny just seeing the reaction to it. People like, no, it's not. That's not real. Yeah. He's like, no, it is. I'm, I'm, I was there. I took the photo while I was up there. God. He's like, no, it's photoshopped. It looks like England doesn't look like that. It's like, yes, it does. Just, you know, out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. He's like, no, but you didn't do it in skinny jeans. Like, there's a picture of me wearing the jeans. That's the thing, because a, a lot of people don't seem to understand when you're going through even, like, the Peak District when I'm travelling to Sheffield... Even in the middle of the day, there's snow at the top of some of the peaks. Like, it's not hard to get is, yeah. snow on the top of a mountain, even in bloody the UK. Yeah, even if the mountain's not that tall. Yeah. And like, no, it is quite a treacherous walk, because the story I tell is that um, the person I went with is our mutual friend, who's less than five foot tall. Oh, right. And there was a gust of wind at the top of one of the mountains, and she nearly got blown off. <laughs> like, she had to, like, hit the deck, because a gust of wind nearly lifted her up into the air. 
and like just dragged it off the side of a mountain. Oh, it's like, you know what? No pint's worth this. <laughs> and I just remember like I just took up like a sandwich. So I just ate a sandwich while I was up there. Yeah, and the last thing is, you've got to do that classic British thing, haven't you? Just is a sandwich to get you on your way. And I remember just being so worn out and hung over at the top of that mountain that like I ate half a sandwich and just came straight back up. Oh no, because that was the one for me as well. All the comments I got like about the photo was like, "How are you not cold?" It's like, "Well, I've just walked basically a mile upwards." Almost sweating. Yeah, I was sweating. You can see in the photo I'm red Mm -hmm. raw. And it's like, oh, you must be... Free. It was cold up there, but I knew I'd only be up there for like an hour at most. And I did have like an undershirt and stuff like that. Maybe it was silly of me, but I thought it's more a funny story. That's the thing. You're not climbing Everest, are you? It's not like you need no actual mountaineering gear to get up somewhere like that. Like, there are some... But I was literally just following a path that went up. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a path all the way up and all the way down. I was in no danger. I could still see the ground. And as I say, like, no a, lot of, a lot of people see that as just a sportly jog up a, up a mountain, you know what I mean? It's not those kind of uh, yeah. actual treacherous walks. Again, there is always some danger to it, but it's not as if, as I say, you're, like, a fucking mountaineering expert going in skinny yeah. jeans. It- it's just though that photo was like so hilarious because like, it just it looks so ridiculous that there's just someone up there in jeans. <laughs> it's like, um, did you ever hear about that dude who just ran a marathon in jeans? No. Yeah, like, I'm gonna find the story because it's well, fucking hilarious. You might Apparently, be able like, to find this story like, before this photo finds me. Yeah, man runs a marathon in jeans. So the story is like fucking hilarious. Oh god. No, no, that's that's the wrong story. Like, I'm I'm honestly very confused about how we are having a functional Discord voice call, but you can't send a tiny photo over to yeah, me. Yeah, like a hundred, like a hundred kilobyte. Um, and we're both uh, on like gig <laughs> internet. <laughs> the thing is, this is my new phone. It's got five G. You know, maybe that's it, Carl. And I'm tr- the, the only thing is, there was like a YouTuber who um, did it, so they're not getting up the story of like um, the guy. I remember who just ran it for a laugh. It's like, it's all about the YouTuber who did it for a challenge. It's like, I don't give a fuck about the YouTubers. Because the story that I'm remembering is like there was just a fucking dude who just turned up to a a marathon. He signed up for a marathon as a a laugh and was wearing his jeans and he was hungover from the day before and he he had like a curry the night before and he threw up like the curry while he was running. Like, he didn't realise he'd actually signed up for a full marathon. Yeah. It's like, it, I bet you his mate turned around and was like, oh, it's just an hour run, mate. Don't worry. Like, we'll sign you up. That was probably what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's just a fun run. Don't worry, mate. It's London Marathon. What? Hang on. No, I can't see it. I can't find it because, like, again, that story about the YouTuber. Yeah, he's just like up. taking over. It's like, oh god damn it! It reminds like, the story me was of like... just when you're trying to find a trailer for a video game, and the top twenty things are just this person reacts instead to the trailers. I just want to watch the fucking HD trailer. That pisses me off. Something <laughs> chronic, because that happened to me the other day, where there is like a new thing being announced called like RoboCop. Rogue oh, City God, or something yeah, like that. Tweet about that. I don't know yeah. what it is, and I don't care because it doesn't come out till 2023. Mm-hmm. And the trailer itself is the teaser trailer, and it doesn't show you any gameplay or footage. I, I still don't know what it is, and like I said, I don't really care because 
it's a teaser trailer announcement for something that might exist soon. It's like when they show off uh, fucking like Elder Scrolls Six. It's well, this isn't going to be released for another like ten years, is it? Come on, why are you showing yeah, God this? Of War, Rag- God of War Ragnarok, and it's just the tra- it's the trailer to announce the title. Yeah. And um, I just I saw that came out because I saw it just it started to trend on Twitter, and if anyone's not watched the channel before, like they'll know. I, 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 actually, they won't know because they've not watched the channel. No, I should stick to I should stick to the reality as set by my own fucking <laughs> yeah. um, analogies and metaphors. I I love me some RoboCop. So the instant I saw that trend, I went, "Oh for fuck's sake!" Well, I remember the day that RoboCop got announced for Mortal Kombat 11 mm. as a crossover yes. character, and you just spent the entire day like, "Oh, people won't leave me the fuck alone." Like, oh yeah. We just came off. I, of, I, I think, think we, I, we were like in the middle of a recording session when it got announced. And you just checked your phone and we're like, uh, yeah. "Oh no!" I had like fifteen notifications, and it was like several fucking direct messages, and then a bunch of people tagging me in the announcement. Mm-hmm. And I, I think at that day, I just sent out a tweet saying, "I know." <laughs> and people in response to that tweet were, uh, "Oh, I'm not sure if you knew this, but like RoboCop's in uh, Mortal Kombat. I know you like the character." It's like, what do you think I'm talking about in this fucking tweet? It all goes back to that thing of like, how do you not get? from the context here like what about this is not providing enough context for you to mm-hmm. understand what's going on anyway i saw that and went straight onto youtube saw the trailer and it had been out 44 minutes so i just typed in the name of the thing that had come out and it's been out at that point for 44 i remember because i had the picture i took a screenshot of it and as a joke for twitter just put um, a screenshot of the announcement trailer zoom in that it was 44 minutes ago and then me on my muted words just putting robocop mm-hmm. in there and to get that screenshot, I had to scroll past like three or four shitty reaction YouTube channels of them reacting to an announcement trailer that didn't have anything in it because it's a minute long just shows you the fucking logo that had less views than the official trailer that had only just come out. And, and I don't get how they get placement above the official fucking announcement That's what trailer. I don't get, That yeah. has more views and more relevancy to my search term. But probably has like maybe less interactivity because... People are commenting. They don't have like a. You'll be there. Have a million fucking hashtags on mm. it. Do you like with people with Instagram posts and stuff like that? And I actually experienced that today, because I um, I finished Fan Fantasy Seven Remake last night, and mm-hmm. there are some questions left by that game's ending. Uh, I'll put it lightly. So I listened mm-hmm. to some, um, like you know, podcasts and stuff like spoiler cast from when the game came out. Of course. Um, yeah. And they, someone mentioned, oh, but if you go back to watch like, the original, original announcement trailer, like they actually dropped some hints about where the game's going to go. And okay. I went back and like tried to find it on YouTube, and it was just inundated with like trailer reactions instead. I was like, oh, come on. Like, you can't find the original I've managed trailer. to find it's, it in the end. But I was like, it shouldn't be this odd. It should be the first the thing, thing as that well. comes up. I don't understand how those shitty reaction channels that have less views in the original trailer and less relevance to the search term trailer. I've not put trailer reaction. I'm not putting trailer, just like, you know, trailer. theories. I've literally just put in, like you said, Final Fantasy VII Remake, trailer. That's what I search for. That should be the first result. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And I don't get how these other channels do it. Again, I don't understand how they beat the original uploader. I'm, I'm not sure, but SEO. I guess it is just, yeah, using a shit ton of tags or something like that. God damn! I, I, I just it, it's it's so infuriating. And I the, the, bring it back to that RoboCop thing. After I put that out, like there's a guy 
like a day afterwards, legit sent me a link to that mm. in, in a DM. And then I saw that guy's face pop up in my notifications because he liked the tweet. And then he sent me a follow-up DM saying, never mind. <laughs> and it's like, so he was so excited about that trailer. Before he even checked to see if I'd responded or like no, post anything about it, immediately went to my DMs to send me a link to it. Check my profile afterwards and then notice that, I'd, oh, I've put something out about it. Oh. Yeah. So maybe, so he had the foresight to do this that thing, but he did it second. Yeah, they had the foresight to check your profile, but not after they'd already done something anyway. And Carl, I will say that this picture that you sent me got lost in the ether, so I don't know what happened to it. Uh, it's, it's just gone. We'll never know what, what I did. <laughs> Twelve minutes later, and one singular right. photo hasn't found its way to me. That's the one. I could try sending it again, I suppose. Because okay. it, it, it was a photo from the next day when I was just a little bit more prepared. And it just shows like how ridiculous the weather mm-hmm. was on the other mountain. So let's see if I can find it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's, not, it's not that interesting. I'm guessing like, it's one for people listening. It's like it's going to be annoying for them. Yeah, exactly. So let's try and send it again. Oh, oh it we went go. through straight, straight through, this yeah. This one, you look way more angry, though, Carl. It's because that's the one where it took like four and a half hours to get up there, and I was promised a pub, and then my mate went, I think the pub got sold, because it's not here anymore, because we were at the top of the mountain, he was looking for the pub, and he couldn't see it. Oh, no. So I was thinking, like, have we walked all this way, and there's not even a pub? Oh, dear. Well, you can see, it's all like my feet are like completely covered in snow. Yeah, yeah. There's like a good like half foot of snow. And it's just like, yeah. And I'm still wearing the skinny jeans. The skinny jeans are still on. He's just got a jacket this time. A small, thin jacket yeah. as well. Yeah, that's the one. But it's not as impressive, is it? Even though it is like just a small, thin jacket, it's still not as impressive as the skinny jeans and the shirt <laughs> one. I look, I'm ready for a night out. You do. That's what really crap your That is legit that what it's you'd wear for a night out. Yeah, just a shirt and jeans, man. That's what I'm not fucking around. So keep it casual, keep it casual. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. I think as well, like, in the, there's one more photo that I remember. And it's it's not as impressive because I'm just in the middle of a fucking desert. But I did wear a Hawaiian shirt um, to the middle of the Abu Dhabi desert. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. So I was like, that's another one I could send. But that's just one of those things where I said, yeah, I'm in the middle of a fucking desert. <laughs> I I didn't tell him when I was going because my friend asked me like with two weeks notice, uh, do you want to come to Dubai? I'm like, what do you mean come to Dubai? I was like, oh, my sister's got a house there. Um, she says I can bring a friend. Do you want to go? Uh, I checked flights and turned up, and I think just. I told you guys, oh, I'm not. I'm going to be away for a couple of days because uh, I'm doing something. And then just one day I post, oh, I'm in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like if one photo was me like at the pub having a few drinks. Next day I'm just like in the middle of a desert. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm here now. God. Uh, my life was so random when I was there. Okay, I know, imagine being able to live that life where you can just hop on a plane and go somewhere without worrying about life. I know. I miss that. I, I miss it. And I, I, it's, it's sad that we'll never be able to do it again because fucking morons want to go to the pub. But Carl, I need my freedom back. I my girlfriend was like so mad because um, speaking of you know, going somewhere um, this weekend, I went to the zoo. Hell yeah! Not to the zoo actually. I went to a safari zoo. I think it's called um, because for Valentine's Day, my girlfriend bought us a um, zoo experience thing, which is petting and feeding an anteater, <laughs> and we pushed it all the way back to the weekend just gone, so the fourth of July weekend. Right. Yeah. Pushed it all the way back for that. And then I thought, you know what? Who would love this? My dad. So he loves animals. So I got him the same thing for his birthday. Because his birthday was a few weeks later. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I got him an experience to go feed. Um, uh, actually, I think it's the option was you can pick any animal you want from this mm. list. And he picked to go feed a carnivore. So he got to feed a jaguar. 
So you got to feed a jaguar, and we got to feed and pet an anteater. <laughs> and we went all that way, and like, you know, socially distancing the entire time, with the exception of like, you know, we couldn't with my dad, but my dad is fully vaccinated, and his girlfriend is fully vaccinated. Right. They'd socially distanced, like, you know, for an entire week beforehand. We'd done the same mm-hmm. thing. We get in a car, we go to a hotel in separate rooms, like, again, the hotel, like, the entire time we're there doing our best to like you know be as safe as we possibly can be when we get to the zoo i've got pictures of me at the zoo i think i've uploaded a couple i'm wearing a mask in every single one we're gonna wear a mask all fucking day yeah in the blazing hot sun because you know what that's what you've got to do that's what we have to do today because that's how you like safeguard people's lives and like yeah that's being responsible like i i approve of this message yeah like so we went outside but we took the most precautions possible to ensure our and other people's safety mm-hmm. and then in the hotel on the morning just like before we like set off i just put um uh, we went down the night before stopped in a hotel and went to the zoo the next day and drove back um i just put the tv on um just like for background noise me and my girlfriend got ready and bbc news came on and it's eight o'clock in the morning and i want to say within a minute i turned it off because i was so angry because I've not watched the news, like terrestrial TV news, in so fucking long. Yeah. And they just had some chuckle fuck on talking about the restri- like the lifting of coronavirus restrictions, where they literally said something to the tune of, uh, well, health experts are concerned about the amount of people who are going to become infected with COVID and the deaths that might result. But business owners are pleased with the extra revenue they'll make with the lifting of restrictions. And I was like, why is BBC News drawing equivalence between these two things yeah these are not equivalent why are they pretending that they are yeah because obviously um business is getting more revenue is way more important than human lives Carl. it's not even the fact it's more it's like the fact they've been given equal footing in this argument and they had like a doctor on and the doctor is talking about look the only way for us to you know stop more death is to maintain social distancing measures Mm -hmm. to keep wearing masks outside even if the government doesn't tell us to because that's the only way to stop this is the only way that's been proven like to help this and then immediately after that to counteract because the bbc has to be balanced i guess they had a business owner on who's talking about look these restrictions are silly um, I, I don't understand like you know why they're in place um i'm looking forward to being able to open up my pub again and like you know make money and I, I can only think that the cameraman was pissed off because they zoom out to show you that he is stood at the end of a like two meter long pole with a microphone <laughs> on it doing the interview in a place where all the people like you know a couple of meters away from him all wearing yeah. masks and he's there like look I think it's time like you know we're returning to normal right now zoom out on just like him surrounded by people wearing masks well I saw the headline the other day and it was I'm paraphrasing here it was along the lines of um like Britain ready to reopen and get rid of restrictions as cases might hit a hundred thousand a day. And I'm like, is this is this a straight headline? Like this was from like BBC. It's like, is this meant mm-hmm. to be a dunking on the Parliament or something? Like, no, no straight face. Just yeah, we're planning on reopening. Cases are hitting a new hundred thousand a day. So well, I said I had. To, I was, I was like, so baffled that. They were giving this like this fucking moron screen time, first thing in the morning, and it's like I just turned to my girlfriend, and went, "This is the Lord Farquhar speech. Mm-hmm. Like this is literally just some of you will die, but that is a risk we are willing to take <laughs> because they then they have like government ministers on talking about it, and it's like oh live from, and it's like their house because they're not want to be in the studio." And they cut back to the studio, the people talking about like restrictions are going to be lifted, and they're clearly sat like fucking three meters apart. Yeah. 
in a studio with a glass partition between them talking about yeah i'm really looking forward to things getting back to normal like you know what the restrictions are a bit like you're still listening to them (laughs) it's almost like you fucking know you know they know what they're spouting is bullshit but they're willing to spout it anyway girl because they don't they're not the ones who are going to suffer from it and then like to bring it back the reason i mentioned this is because um they showed like um in the recap of the news, oh, England have made it into the semi-finals of the Euros. Um, here are scenes from around the country of, like, jubilation. And my girlfriend, because she doesn't follow football, and neither do I, I've not really watched much of it, and we don't really watch terrestrial news. We get all, you know, news from, like, you know, papers and things like yeah. that. And uh, and she just put her head in her hands because they just showed you, oh, here's, like, Trafalgar Square. And there's, like, 80,000 people not wearing masks, throwing pints at each other. And then it's like, oh, but you're only all 30 people at weddings. Yeah. You can't go to your school, um, your kids' school sports day, but you can go here. Like, Jenna recently um, had to go to A&E, and I wasn't allowed in. Like, just one yeah, she person. She was there for, like, hours and hours because it's fucking NHS. And, like, yeah. literally about 10 hours in A&E on her own. And in, in, in pain. pain. And I couldn't be there because, you know, I, I'm following the rules and you're not allowed to have visitors in with you. And that's fair enough. I was like, okay. But then you look at shit like that like right i couldn't be there to support my girlfriend in agony but you're allowed eighty thousand people in trafalgar square as you say just drunk yeah. off their tits without masks on yeah and it's one of those things as well where like just the the clash of what me and my girlfriend had to go through to go to a day out and it was like you know weeks of planning mm-hmm. like all of this extra stuff we did on top of it to try and just maximize like you know or minimize the risk i should say and that, like, all day in the zoo, socially distancing. And thankfully, it's, like, an outdoor area. So, like, everything's outdoors. Everything is, like, super open, super aerated. Yeah. And we got there really early, so we managed to get there before anyone else turned up. So we had, like, basically the run of the, the zoo ourselves and then, like, all huge, big, wide paths. Yep. And, like, we didn't go on any of the tours. Like, we followed a couple of them, like, from afar to listen. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And he was, like, you know, it, was a, it was, like, a nice day out, and I got to pet an ant here. And I think, like... Um... A lot of zoos, I can't speak for all of them, but the ones that I've been to anyway, as you say, they're all like open air, wide pathways, like facilitate a lot of people coming through. And that makes for a very safe, like social distancing experience. And one of the, like, there's a couple of things that happen there, like, you know, to bring it away from, like, you know, the depressing reality that Yeah, we, we should probably try um, to. <laughs> I, a monkey got out. <laughs> Like, while I was there, like, we went to the monkey house, mm-hmm. and we were in there, and we were looking at the various kinds of monkeys that were there. And there was, like, you know, some monkeys, a, a simang. I've never heard of a simang. I think I've heard there, of one, and it was just, yeah, I couldn't tell you what And I was just, like, looking through the window at it, and it's like, it was just staring at me. And I was, like, you know, just giving it, like, you know, just looking directly into its eyes to see if I could spot, like, you know, the glimpse of humanity present in all primates. <laughs> and then I went, it's not looking at me, what's it looking at? I turn around, and it's the cage for squirrel monkeys. Oh, uh, okay. And squirrel monkeys, people don't know, they're like a foot tall. They're like a foot tall. They don't look real. Mm. They they're Because they're monkeys, but they're so small, they look like something out of like Star Wars or some <laughs> shit. And one of those got out. Oh, God. Like, because um, we went outside, um, there's like the glass part where, like, you know, where they go at night, and then there's the outdoor bit where they can, like, you know, roam and um, uh, like have food and things like that and enjoy the sun yeah, sure. and nature. Yeah. And the squirrel monkey thing, like one of the squirrel monkeys, because they're so small, got through its cage. And there was a lady giving a presentation on the sea of manx. 
talking about, oh yeah, here they are, here are our specimens, like, you know, give us some information on them, and then just out of nowhere, just a tiny squirrel monkey starts peering over <laughs> a ledge from its cage, and everyone just, like, looks up towards the squirrel monkey, and she's like, ignore the squirrel monkey. And it's like, it's really hard to ignore a foot-tall monkey. Especially as well when it climbed down and then started walking along the path behind everyone in front of the glass, which, like, the other squirrel monkeys can now see out of. Yeah. And every squirrel monkey in the enclosure is now at the glass, banging on it with their tiny squirrel monkey fists. Because they've all got tiny little fists, but they're all like, banging on it really hard, as hard as they can. And, like... Eventually, like, the, the person giving the speech like, turns around and goes on a radio to ask someone, like, can you please come get this yeah. squirrel monkey? It's just escaped. But while, it, like, while we're all just staring at it, like, it realises that it's trapped. Or it, like, weirdly enough, even though it's escaped, it thinks it's trapped because all the other squirrel monkeys are behind glass. And then it starts just, like, jumping at the glass. Oh, no. Because it, it thinks it's, it's, it's been separated from its group. Even though and it was the really one that escaped and got separated. Yeah. And eventually, like, the, the, because none of us wanted to move because we didn't want to scare it. Because obviously, we're like, you know, we are 80 times this thing's mm-hmm. size. So we all just stood stock still until the keeper told us, like, look, go this way and, like, stay away from the squirrel monkey. Um, like, we want to try and, like, you know, stop it from getting stressed out. And then to try and lure it away, she had a bowl of fruit that she was handing out to the other primates on, like, her walk around telling everyone how it goes. And she was trying to coax the monkey into the bowl. <laughs> But what it did instead is it grabbed the biggest thing in the world, which happens to be a giant banana the size of it. And it started eating that in front of the window. Oh. It's like the 40 other squirrel monkeys are like now incensed that they're not getting a giant squirrel monkey-sized banana. <laughs> and we could just see all this breaking out. It's like, it's like a comedy skit. And please tell me that there wasn't that dickhead who just tried to get the monkey's attention. Uh, nobody tried to do that now. Everyone's being very sensitive. Everybody there that day was very, very sensitive. I think everyone there understood. Unlike your Rotten Towers trip. Yeah, like, because like they're all at a zoo. So you, and this is a zoo as well. That's like all about conservation. Yes, yeah. Like all the reason we went to this zoo because so we had to go to Hell's Ice. It's really fair because they have a really good conservation and breeding program, and like you know, ninety percent of the profit they make goes towards. Um, conservation and breeding efforts. Like they've got like a rhino in there. Yeah, and that's why I, I like, like they have like, like um, white rhinos. Because like, like, like they have a lot of that. So I saw it. I, I saw a white rhino. Went, Aren't these things fucking extinct? And there's a sign saying they're extinct in the wild function. I'm like, oh my god, no. Yeah. And like here, like we saved one from po- one of the ones here is like a baby saved from poaching. We managed to rear it to be old enough. Now it has a baby. It's like a baby white rhino there. And like the enclosure looks small for what a rhino would need, but it's the only way to keep it safe. And the rhino, after like you know, after it's grown, will go um, to um, a place in Africa where it can go free. Yeah, the last thing is like um, we live not too far because we're in Liverpool, like from um, Chester Zoo, and they have quite a few when we went. There's like different species where they had that kind of thing of look, we, this thing is functionally extinct. We are doing our best to conserve yeah. this breed and like eventually get it back out into the wild but it, it's, it's that and i said we'd stay away from it but you know it's the sad reality of life where you look at this like rhino and it's in the middle of fucking england and it's raining mm-hmm. and you feel bad for it and you think but if it was in the wild it'd be even more dangerous yeah because knobheads would go out and hunt it yeah and that's just really what we're sad, saying is like, either way like... humans just probably shouldn't exist yeah they shouldn't be allowed any control and like that 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 spider monkey getting out of there was really fucking funny. 
Because it was just one of the things, like, it's so small, but, like, just to see it just so casually walking around. And it's like there's a section where you can just go out and pet the animals. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, you know, the, these are the animals that are, like, you know, generally safe to handle. Yeah. And you can, like, don't walk on the grass. Don't walk up and try and, like, paw at their face, which while I was there, I didn't see anybody do. But if the animal approaches you, you can take a photo with it. You can pet it. But, you know, just be mindful it is a, it is a wild animal at the of end course. of the day. Like we try and keep our animals as wild as possible. And they just had like 300 lemurs. <laughs> that's, why that pi- that's why there's a picture of me with a lemur. Because there was just like 300 fucking lemurs running about this park willy-nilly. But they've also, in addition to the lemurs, got emus, rias, um, capybaras, um, a shit ton of pigeons that just like came down. Yeah, of course. A bunch of swans, some geese. Oh. Um, groundhogs. Which I found really strange. They're like all these little tiny and prairie dogs. Mm. Just wild on this field and none of them give a fuck. Basically. <laughs> and there's just something really amusing about just seeing lemurs just jumping off of the backs of capybaras. <laughs> and my dad loves capybaras, so he was chasing one around to try and get a photo and it didn't give a fuck. You know, I've only just remembered as well, like I actually do um have a story about something else escaping in a in a zoo. Okay, what did you see that escape? So we saw, well, an, a, I guess an attempted escape, a half escape, um, okay. in the Bat Cave. And we went into the oh. Bat Cave, and um, for anyone that hasn't been in one or like to, to describe like this one specifically, you've got like the doorway, which is just um, covered in a bunch of, you know, um, like when you go into a meat Linoleum freezer, sheets. you yeah. have those like big, thick plastic blinds that you have to push yourself through. Yeah, they have that. They usually have like a couple of layers. They of those had, yeah, they have one through. layer that you're entering, then you have another layer to go through before you enter into that back cave properly. Mm-hmm. So we were stood in there with about maybe like five to ten other people, and the guy just like pushes herself like through to let us all in, and a bat just flies in, <laughs> and we were all like, "Oh crap, crap!" And the bat's just panicking at the top because all these people are like. And it's all. in a small. It's now in a small enclosure. Like it doesn't understand how to get yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And then it's all of us stood there, like, oh my god, what the fuck do we do? Like, I hope this bat isn't going to attack us. And of course, the bat isn't going to attack us. It just freaked out. But yeah, but it's, it's a it bat. was like this small woman trying to coax it back into the bat cave when the roof is like ten foot tall. And it's like. But also as well, she opening up that doorway means more bats could <laughs> yeah. potentially fly so it's into like the small trying to coax it while keep it closed, but time open it back in, and then eventually got it back into the bat cave. Then everyone calmed down and as we opened it back up. It flew straight back in. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God, no. Have I ever told the story told to me? Right, but oddly enough, the friend I mentioned earlier, I went to Dubai with mm. about when they went to the zoo. No. And the bat. Okay, so, so this anyway. is a story told to me by a friend of mine. Um, and when they went to the zoo for like, I think it was a college trip. Mm. And uh, on this college trip, like, you know, like when you're like lads, when you're that age, you just do dumb things to just because it's annoying yeah, yeah. and you think it's funny. And the thing that they decided to do that day was um, someone had a bunch of raisins and just poured it into a guy's hood. Oh, no. Do you know that yeah, sort of that, that dumb stuff like, like you do? The like, relatively like, harmless the prank. Pot. Yeah, and they just put a bunch of raisins in this guy's hood to see if he'd notice, and they promptly forgot all about it. And then later in the day, uh, they were about to go into the Batcave of that oh, no. um, uh, animal park or what have you. And that guy was deathly, deathly afraid of bats. 
and would not go in. He was paralyzed with fear. And they were all just like laughing at him, like, oh, come on, it's only a bat. Like, like a foot, like not half a foot mm-hmm. long. And they won't go in. And then the, the keeper comes over, sees that he's scared, and gives that spiel, which you were no doubt given uh, before you went to the bat cave. And do you want to just like, just. Well, I'm presuming it's something along the lines of just don't freak out. They're likely more scared of you than they are of you. Yes. Than you are of them. Yeah. And they also say, like, the bats will avoid you because they have sonar. They're very good at seeing where you are. They want nothing to do with you. And they reassured this guy as best they could. They told him, look, nothing will happen if you go into that cave. I I am promising you <laughs> the bats will not come near you. This way I'd like to point out that it was a ca- the, the primary resident of the bat cave were fruit bats. Yes, yeah. It's normally and fruit bats over in Britain, isn't it? Yeah. It's normally fruit bat. And this guy, after I, I, my friend said like half an hour of coaxing, and he's, he's, he stood there, he's shaking like a shitting dog. They finally <laughs> coax him through the door after he's like, they're not going to come near me. Like, they won't come near you. They won't come near you. The literal instant he went through though that partition, every bat flew directly at him. Uh. But he's there, panicking, screaming, and the first thing he does, like, oh, I need to protect myself, pulls his hood <laughs> up, the raisins fly everywhere, and so the bats go even to a bigger frenzy, and he just starts shouting, ah, they're shitting on me, they're shitting on me, and runs out. And just that, even though I wasn't there, the way my friend tells that story is just, it is cemented. It's seared that image into my brain. I can see Yeah, it. yeah, I can I can just see that in my head. It's like so a, such a perfect comedy of errors that took place for that scenario to occur, and it's fucking glorious. And I just got reminded so, as well, like, talking about bats flying about and being able to, like, use the, like, you know, sonar, like, um positioning to be able to not hit things um mm-hmm. i remember just turning to general and making a joke in the middle of the bat cave of like blah 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 blind as a bat and then the the keeper turned around and just gave me like this five minute essay on bats can actually they're, see they're not... they're not blind like absolutely just tutored me in front of all of these people i was like okay yeah, the fact that everybody knows about bats. It's like, yeah, I get it, but the saying still, like, you know, is like, you know, it's a it's a colloquialism. Cut me, a, cut me some Yeah, stuff. exactly. And I just said it as like a a sly joke quietly, and this woman must have just been like, no, 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 no. Now's my time. Yeah. Well, that happened to me actually. I I managed to pull one of those off similarly enough. Like when we were there seeing the anteater, mm. and the keeper who was like in charge of the anteater asked us, me and my girlfriend, like, so why did you want to see the anteater? Um, it's be honest, it's not the the most popular um, of the choices we have. I mean, my girlfriend just talks like, well, when we were going through the choices, like there's the, the normal ones, like you know, feed like you know a, a tiger, mm. um, like you know a wolf, something like. That. We looked and we saw ant eater, and it was such a interesting choice because we'd never we when we thought like, what do you feed an ant eater? Surely ants. And we were so curious and so amused by the choice, we picked that. And the guy told us like, yeah, like, you know, it's, we've got one ant eater. It's called Joa, I think his name mm. was. Like, you know, he's, he's really friendly. He's a bit gruff because he's like, you know, they're quite solitary creatures. They generally don't like being bothered. Yeah. Um, and he walks us through like, the, how they feed them. And we walked it. And this, well, that was one of the more interesting parts where he shows, oh, here's our food bin. And it's just like, I'd say like 80 tons of food, all oh, fresh. God. And they've got like, oh, here's the, the recipes for today. And it's like all the animals have their own distinct feeding things. And there's like a chef who's got to come in. 
And they talked about how, like, yeah, some animals, like, for example, the macaws, are deathly allergic to carrots or something, I think it was. So they have to make sure they don't use the carrot-cutting knife. Because you just think you just chop all the veg up chuck it in a bucket. So you can't do that. Well, yeah, each, each some animal are deathly has, like, allergic. their own needs and stuff, don't they, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and also, like, some animals, like, need treat days. We also need to observe them when they're eating. It's like, and we asked them, like, so what do we feed the anteater? And so, well, oddly enough, we're going to feed it these avocados. Oh, okay. Got set, like, so they get, they get um, like, food that's, like, gone off but he's still perfectly fine but like you know the shot wants to get mm-hmm. rid of it so we had like oh we got a bunch of avocados in today and oddly enough annie is fucking love avocados <laughs> so we fed the annie some avocados and we turned up and it was asleep oh and did you know that anteaters sleep underneath their tail uh do they've got that giant bushy tail oh right they curl up and they cover themselves with that and when we got into the enclosure, it was like a, a wooden bowl basin where it stays. That's full of all like stuff it can forage mm-hmm. in. And when it wants to sleep, then it can go outside. And all we saw as we walked in, just like his nose poking over the top because it heard someone coming in. <laughs> and we just sat there. We fed it just some, um, some avocados. And the anteater didn't want anything to do with me. Like when my girlfriend offered it an avocado, it was fucking loving it. And then he went to sleep the moment I was meant to feed it. <laughs> And he just sat down and just refused to move for like 20 minutes. And the keeper um, was like really, really inf- like informative about um, uh, just anteaters in general. He, t- he walks us through like what they're like in the wild, like, you know, some bits of trivia about them. I actually turned into a fact theme vid- like article that hopefully get turned into a video. Like really, like he really knew his stuff. And then he, he says, but look, like I know you came here to feed the anteater and I know you've not really got to spend any time with it because it's just asleep. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what will go into the sloth enclosure. Oh. Because the sloth enclosure is the most popular one because everyone wants to pet mm. the sloth. Yeah, look. So, and it's because the sloth enclosure also, it was next door. So he walked us into that. And again, guy knew his stuff. He was talk, telling us about the sloth. And we got to feed the sloth grapes. All oh, right. Like, so it's like, he's basically like a, like a fucking sultan or something where he sits there <laughs> and five times a day, visitors come in and just feed it a single grape. As it just barely fucking moves. Yeah, and we thing, they're so slow. Like they move so slowly, but like in such like a deliberate fashion, it's almost comical. Like Joe in Zootopia, that's literally oh, yeah, how they the move. The DMV thing, yeah. I mean, and like you've got to put a grape on the end of a stick, and then you've got to hold the stick in front of him, and then he'll turn around at like one mile an hour, and then grab it in his hand, and then slowly put it into his mouth. And he was telling us about the fact that, oh, yeah, there's, like, a sloth dating program. We have, like, an app. like It's like Tinder, but for, like, animals. <laughs> and zoos have to negotiate with each other about, oh, can we have, like, you know, if you've got a female uh, anteater, for example, can we have your female anteater? And then you have to, like, swap animals. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's like fucking trading footballers in FIFA. Because, like, well, we've, we don't really want to give away one of our anteaters. So what will you give us in return? It's like, oh, we'll give you, like, you know, I don't know, a wolf. Do you need a wolf? And it's like that. There's a lot of that, uh, like a lot of that back and yeah, forth. Yeah. And he and he talks and he was talking about like, you know, um, and we're really struggling to get you know um, a partner for our sloth. And I just went, was it slow going then? No. Oh. And he just looked at me, and my girlfriend looked at me, and I just I just went really sheepish, and we just walked <laughs> out the enclosure. <laughs> just I said it thinking, surely he's not heard this before, and he's like, just no, I got shut the fuck yeah. down. Oh God! We just said like, oh yeah, you know, we were really struggling to like, you know, find um, uh, uh, like, you know, a, a female sloth for our sloth to breed with. So it's slow going then, mate, and just absolute fucking crippling silence. <laughs> I honestly got time moved about as slow as that sloth oh, did. Oh God! 
Also, did you know they keep, at least there, they keep the sloths in the same enclosure as all the tortoises? Oh, because they just don't give a fuck about each other. They don't care, and um, sloths are basically cold-blooded, so they need to have heat lamps as well. Oh. And he was talking about, sometimes I'll walk in, and the sloth is just lying on top of the tortoise. <laughs> and the tortoises, because they don't care either, will just walk out with the sloth on its oh, back. Oh, God, that's so cool. It was, it was so fucking funny. I love that. And um, I, I will say as well, like, shout out to that fucking, that DMV sloth joke in Zootopia. That's it's so, so It's so, so good. good. Like that was a trailer that sold like sold me on a movie within thirty seconds. That's right. Did you ever see? Did you ever see that guy who dressed like that? I don't think so. I need to send you it. It's like it's it's fucking uncanny. Sloth Zootopia cosplay. A guy who worked at the DMV <laughs> went to work dressed like that. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like I'm going to send you the picture now. Like if anyone has Google Sloth DMV cosplay and you'll get the image Luke is about to describe now. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good! It's like it's, it's, it looks exactly like it, doesn't it? And this guy has got, like, I presume the full claws and everything, but you can he's you got can the claws see his on, yeah. arms where he's got like the big fluffy furry arms on, and he's got the sloth mask over him, and yeah. it's just the way like, that the sloth mask looks. Yeah, it, because it looks like he's so fucking yeah. dumb. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And the dude, he's actually working in the DFV. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Just, oh. Who knew, though, that sloths spend their time being treated like a fucking just ancient sultan, <laughs> just being fed grapes one by one. And the, well, the best bit about it was when we were seeing the sloth, because people could just see you through the window. Mm. And there was a couple outside watching me and my girlfriend feed the sloth. And we looked over our shot and we saw that the girl was, like, hitting her boyfriend. And we knew, even though it was, like, through the glass, oh, she's yelling at him, asking why can't she yeah. do that right now. <laughs> it's like, I want to like, be he... able to go feed the sloth a grape. So like, how do we feed the sloth? How do we... And we knew, like, that guy is getting a fucking earful <laughs> of, like, why didn't you buy that? And we didn't oh. even want to feed the sloth. We I mean, I, I awesome. will admit, like, I, when you mentioned about this... Um petting experience i went to like as say chester zoo's the one near us or the the big zoo near us anyway and um, mm-hmm. i was like oh i wonder like how much it costs to go like see the penguins or something and you're talking like 200 quid to go pet the penguins i was like oh yeah we Ooh. managed to get a really good deal on ours because they're like the zoo was shut for like six to nine months yeah and like that's the thing is I, I really want to support zoos and i think we're, our plan is um to go as soon as we can as well but just like that's the thing i want to pet a penguin but it's not worth that much i've been told that you don't want to pet a penguin because apparently they just really smell yeah i can imagine it's like pandas isn't it like Like, you just want to cuddle a panda but they they just smell like shit there was though a red panda there there was like a red panda and it was just on its own and we and we looked at like the sign describing it's like we're looking for a mate for this red panda and like oh they um (laughs) i remember just going to the red panda enclosure when we went to the zoo last time and we could not see a single red panda and we looped round multiple times because we like red pandas and we just like where pass. are these red pandas it's like oh yeah red pandas like you know they should there should be a few in here and we just every time what we went they were us? just hiding somewhere it's like god damn it that happened with us with the tiger we couldn't find the tiger oh god 
And it only turned up when a kid went and stood next to the glass and it just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh my God, that's, he's trying to eat that kid. And the kid was laughing. It's like, that tiger fucking yeah. have him. That's his breakfast right there. We had that once of, um, there was a tiger when we went to go like look at them and you could see like quite far back into their enclosure. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we can't see any of the, the, uh, the lions. And then a couple of minutes later, the lion like sticks its head up out of the top and you just see it. And then a couple of minutes later, we turned back around and the lions like crept up on the people. And we noticed that the lion was doing the thing of every time a new group would go to take a picture of the lion enclosure, the moment they all had the backs turned to the lion, it just slowly started approaching. Is that it? It no. does. Is that, have you ever seen those zoos where they have like the feeding area, like the food court directly above like enclosures? Mm. It's like, you know, these creatures can jump like 20 foot in the air, right? <laughs> just rip you apart. Like, why would you want to be above the lion enclosure? That's one thing that's always so freaked like a... me out is the, the boats with the, the viewing um, floor. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, God, I know that this is like really thick reinforced glass, but I'm still stood on just nothing but glass while these potentially harmful um, fish are just right underneath me. Is that when you look at some of the enclosures where it's like, um, I was looking at some of the ones like the apes, not the apes, like the monkeys, because like, they don't have any like gorillas or anything there, but like, I looked and these things could so easily get out of here. And I go, what do you mean? Like, well, look, there's overhanging branches right here. <laughs> they could just climb out and escape. And it's when we realize, like, well, why would they? Like, what, what would be the reason for them to escape? Because I know like there's that argument about zoos that like they're cruel. You know, those zoos where you look at like the sad polar bears in like concrete basins a lot yeah. of a lot of zoos are really bad yeah and that's the when you the look distinction at... to make isn't it the ones that are like you know actually looking after them and trying to conserve animals and stuff and then you've got the ones where it's like it's the only thing we can do like it's, it's in the animal as a whole's best interest even if it's not like you know this particular individual animals um is like you know has its best mm-hmm. life but like for the propagation of the species it's the only thing we can really do for it when it's something like like I was saying, like those spider, like those uh, squirrel monkeys, and I look at them and go, their life's probably pretty great because mm-hmm. there's like thirty of them in there. They've got complete safety from predation, and they get fed like three times a day. And it's like when I'm going on like um, the bit where you can just walk around. It's largely prey animals, yeah. like groundhogs. Also, groundhogs. Not I don't know if prairie dogs and groundhogs say anything but like those things. Like oh, these things are, like the one of the most skittish animals ever. Like they constantly are at risk of getting like a, a hawk swooping mm. down and eating them, and they're just here chilling. And I mean, for this animal, that's probably like this zoo's probably like the best possible thing that could ever happen to yeah. it. Or, like the capybaras of like they don't give a fuck; they're just chilling and walking around. Or like the lemurs, and you like look at the science. Like oh, lemurs are greatly at risk of like um, both predation. And uh, being hunted um, by people who want them as pets and stuff. And you, like, look at these ones, like, these ones look pretty all right. These are probably pretty happy as far as lemurs go. And I think that's the case for most of them. Apart from mongooses. Like or mongoose. Mongoose? hate it. Mongooses? They hate it. And they're just there, like, in this giant, giant mo- mongoose enclosure. And as you say, they, they are ostensibly, like, the safest they will ever be. They do not have to fear for their lives and they can just chill out. But the mongoose is still there, like... What the fuck's going on? Keep an eye out. Yeah, they hate it. They've got. To, they are so paranoid about <laughs> yeah. everything. And then you've just got stuff like tigers and lions, and it's like it's sad. But if these things are in the wild, to be fucking killed immediately, it's like goddamn it, humans. Yeah. Realistically, I wouldn't. I'd. I'd want to 
my ideal version of a zoo is just it has all the like fucking herbivores in it. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Just have, fill it full of herbivores who, like, you know, in the wild, there's a shit ton of them. Yeah. But we just don't see. Because like, that's the one of the things I like when you're going around the zoo. It's like, oh, here's the red kangaroo. And you know, they have the scale of, like, how um, endangered it is. And it's like, for the kangaroo, it's like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> there's millions of them. <laughs> or, like the, like, the prairie dogs, like, least concerns. Like, no one cares about if, like, eight prairie dogs go missing and get put in a zoo. Yeah, and then you've got the other side where it's like, this thing literally doesn't function outside of the zoos. Like it's functionally yeah, like extinct. The, um, it's like, oh god, no. Like they're rhino, and it's like there are more in zoos than there are mm. in the wild. And it's like, oh, that's really sad. They have like a snow leopard in there as well, and the enclosure, you just can't go see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like this thing is so fucking rare, we don't even want people to see where it is. Because it's like, it's so skittish an animal that it has to be kept away from everything else. You know else. what? I think it's a. Uh deserved i i think it's skittishness and lack of trust is probably earned at this point yeah when there's like nine of them in the wild when we've just been awful awful just banes of the planet but i I did quite enjoy that though when you're just like walking around just the the little thing that tells you about it's like just red kangaroo who gives a fuck (laughs) endangerment like status in the wild millions like go to australia they'll beat you out the country (laughs) that's the one as well like people keep hitting kangaroos with their cars in australia like they they just they just get in the way all the time Surely, like a big kangaroo would like fuck your car up as well it's like when you hear about people hitting moose Oh, moose are ridiculous. It's like you don't you don't fucking drive into a moose, and like if you do, you've not got a car anymore. Yeah, people, like the danger of a moose as well is that they're generally like four to five feet off the ground, so the length mm-hmm. of their legs. So what happens when you hit a moose is like you hit it and its legs get brought out from under it, and then the bulk of the moose, its body, which can sometimes weigh close to a ton, then just flies through your windshield. Yeah crushing you and anyone else like inside uh, in the front of the car at which point the moose will then just stand up and walk so i think away. that's one of the the few animals they tell you explicitly like if you are um it, at a point where you're gonna hit it just do whatever you can to not hit the moose because it will yeah. be more likely to kill you than swerving off the fucking road and i might be yeah, wrong about that for every... sure. it's one of those, like, the advice for most other animals is if you're going to hit it like it, it's in the way of the car your life does take precedent in that situation it's like unfortunately like, hit the brakes so it's safe to do so by it with a moose do not hit the moose the moose will not breathe the moose will see the like the, the level meter above your car realize you've got worth of quite a bit of xp and fucking take it out <laughs> like the moose will go for your drops it's and that's it. obviously the argument of um, like the the why the reasoning is to normally hit an animal with your car is not because it's like a, a fun thing to do or anything it's because if it's a busy road and you can't brake safely that's putting a lot of people's lives in danger but at the same time if i was an animal i might do that for a laugh because if you ever seen that amazing onion headline and it's just a picture of a squirrel and it says underneath it squirrel <laughs> seriously contemplating absolutely fucking ruining guy's day by running in front of car and getting killed <laughs> It's like a sometimes you think to yourself, the animal did it on purpose. God. So like, when you see like birds get hit by yeah. cars by side at road, it's like, how did this happen? <laughs> you can fly, you have access to an entire extra axis of movement. Like, you can be anywhere in the sky. Just the entire sky. And you got hit and you got hit by a car. At that point you deserve it. Oh, I know. 
Anyway, you know what? I think we can end it there with me jokingly saying birds who get hit by cars is it. I do not mean like you should hit bird animals with your car or like please like, you know, avoid it animals. as much as possible. Yeah, like well, it's just that thing of like when you see it by the side, it's like cut with you. There were so many options available to you. Thing that can fly to avoid this yeah. happening. And uh, Lucas, yeah, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, sure. Like um, again, when we stream it, you can find the video version of this podcast over on my YouTube, where I also do gaming things. And then you can find yes. me normally on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, just again, you got the podcast on my Twitch channel, and then also some gaming stuff and. Both of those are Legend of Kanto. For me, it's Carl Smalls. You'll find it. Yeah. Cheers, everybody.